This is America in Space, a weekly news and information program on current events dealing with the space industry. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor. A swimming pool may not be the first thing you think of when you imagine training for a moonwalk. And yet, the astronauts who are training for the Artemis missions are using the NBL, or Neutral Buoyancy Laboratory Pool, as well as an underwater habitat to train for the reduced gravity that they will experience on the moon. Here are Kelsey Young, planetary geologist, Jessica Watkins, NASA astronaut and geologist, and Adam Mays, tool engineer, discussing the aqua training that they have been doing to prepare for Artemis. As an aquanaut, that was just just an awesome experience, definitely once in a lifetime, to be able to go spend nine days about uh, 60 feet below the the surface in an underwater habitat. And we would do a a full end-to-end mission scenario, simulating the moon or Mars. That's where we really got to put to the test, what is exploration of these planetary bodies going to look like? So when we have these, what we call aquanauts, living in this underwater habitat, we can simulate some of the conditions that the astronauts will experience. And we're actually able to have these aquanauts conduct EVAs or extravehicular activities, simply put spacewalks, outside of this habitat. So really being able to see that process from multiple different angles, I think will be really beneficial as we start to nail down exactly what that's going to look like for Artemis. So we have a large pool here um, at the NBL, the Neutral Buoyancy Laboratory here on site. In in the corner, we now have a moon area. So we've um, imported uh, sand and and rocks down there, and we've started to do runs trying to approximate one-sixth gravity. It's uh, kind of a lot of moving pieces, but it's, it's really fun. It's one of the coolest things we get to do forward to astronauts exploring the lunar surface with the Artemis program, you know, they're going to be doing exploration. They're going to be visiting a site on the moon that no human being has ever visited before. And they're going to be taking pictures and describing rocks that they see, you know, collecting samples, deploying instruments. And we want to, you know, have them experience all of these things here on Earth, of course, before they fly to the moon. The important aspect of water is that they get to test the spacesuits and the way that they work in reduced gravity and also to use the lunar tools they will be using on the moon. As anyone who's worn a spacesuit will tell you, it feels like wearing a balloon that's constantly pushing down on you. Spacesuits have to meet many demands. They must be sturdy enough to keep astronauts safe in the low gravity and high radiation environment of the moon, but they also have to be nimble enough to allow astronauts to squeeze, poke, and pound their tools. It's tough to describe, honestly. It's large, it's you know about 300 pounds, I think. You're kind of operating your own personal spacecraft in a lot of ways. You know, the intent is for you to be able to manipulate your arms and legs in a, in a way that you would on the ground. Training in the water is just one aspect of learning to manipulate a spacesuit in low gravity. Luckily, using water makes that possible on Earth before you travel to the moon. Thank you for joining me. Remember each Tuesday to join David Denault for America's Return to Space. And join me every Friday for America in Space. From the Florida Space Coast, I'm Dawn Meyer, Space Coast News Editor for About Space Today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share our program with your family and friends and follow us on Facebook. 
Join us each week for news and information on America in Space.